Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Trot, a weekly inspired edutainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality, to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Welcome to episode number 13. This is your boy Mario Evan and you're listening to Talk Truth. You don't know. We reach here, reach here, reach here, reach here. We keep building, we keep growing, we keep moving. Um, before we kick off this episode, I just want to read two in two arm reviews, <laughs> not interviews. And these are coming from Twitter. And one is from Kelly McIntosh, and her name is at Kelly Catherine. And she says, wonderful, wonderful episode. Authentic, raw, compassionate, helpful, hopeful. This at Talk Truth JA by at Mario Evan is fast becoming one of my favorite podcasts. Interesting topics, easy style, not too long. I like it. Thank you, Kelly McIntosh. And this was the episode on comparisons last week. Really appreciate your review. And I'm going to read one more from the Urban Hermit on Twitter. Goes by the name of at Mackenzie Ziggy. And he says, at Mario Evan, this episode of Talk Truth hits home. Often my family, our friends and our friends will say, when are you going to use that degree? Or when are you going to settle down? Like me tell them, say, <laughs> settle down was a goal. I have learned along this journey not to compare myself with people's journey. Thank you very much, Urban Hermit. That's appreciated and I totally concur. We all have individual journeys and we need to embrace, wrap ourselves around it and love it up. Thank you for the reviews. Keep sending, keep sending them in. And today's episode is going to be about real life. We're just going to talk some things and I'm going to interview a sister of mine who goes by the name well, she'll tell you in a second. And we're going to be talking about her experience being a first-time mother and what life leading up to that was like and what life has been like trying to get back into the game, trying to lose back your weight, trying to date, trying to just figure out how to get your footing with a newborn. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, hi, Stacey. Hi. <laughs> what about Mario? I'm good. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Okay, so birth name Stacey Ann Sutherland um, probably known to most people as Sass or Sass Films and I'm a filmmaker so Sass is your initials that's Stacey yes. Ann Sutherland Sass yeah. I've Did seen you just that before get that? no I, I get I get it I just that it took me a second in the okay. beginning when I, I used to see it yeah those who forget to get it you, what you describe yourself as a while ago a filmmaker well I guess on paper that's what I would write but um, more a storyteller you know a creative being Right, yeah. but storytellers, storytelling can happen in different formats. It doesn't have to be film, right? All right, definitely. Wonderful. And um, how you got into film? I know it's not about you being a filmmaker, but what about film do you like? Okay. Um, well, growing up, I was always in the entertainment industry in terms of like the arts, right. but I was more in front of the camera because I was dancing with Stella Maris from I was like three. Um, I took part in a lot of acting and modeling classes like over the summer. So, you know, being on stage was always natural to me. Right, you know, so little you, theater and all them type You of were the performer, then you became the person right. behind the camera. Right, because I didn't like the aspect of all the attention being on me. Or, you know, people just, oh, you're such a great dancer. I didn't like the attention. I wanted to go 
behind the scenes and i mean from a more local standpoint i always had a problem with just like the quality of content coming off for tv and tvm at the time that i was growing up right so for me it was just like you know you wanted to create something bring the better. creativity behind the scenes behind right. the camera so you probably have more control that way right and also lift the standard right mm-hmm. all right well let's get into the meat of the matter so you yes. are how old are you now if you don't mind sharing i don't care right. 29 you're 29, 29 so you're young <laughs> uh, in my books and um you are a first-time mother yes so what i really want to talk about today is kind of what that journey has been like um becoming a mother and what it's like now having the child and kind of moving forward as a mom dating getting your body back just feeling mm. like whatever your quote-unquote old self was so mm. I, what i want to ask you first is mm-hmm. before you were pregnant what did you envision being a mother like and in what environment like were you married were you not married yeah, yeah okay um i think i've always dreamt about that day that i'd become a mom ever since i was a a little girl because you know I, I grew up with dogs so when i had puppies i would you know we get puppies they're puppies the mommies aren't the moms aren't there so right. i would sort of be like the mom well that's yeah, true i grew I up was, with dogs so i understand right that, yeah. i was very motherly to the point where i think um which this might be a little word to people, but it's talk truth, so I'm going to talk the truth. Um, I used to try and breastfeed them. I didn't know you were going to say that. You know. I just knew you were going to try and breastfeed them. That's so weird. <laughs> because I used to see it happen. I mean, I was like five, six at the time. So, but you, you know, didn't mentally, even have breasts at five, six. I had but nipples. But you knew that dogs needed milk yeah, from Yeah, I know breast. that. Yeah, yeah, nipples, uh, actually, breasts, at you know, five, that would make sense in terms of where the mind of a five-year-old is. Right, like. which I got in trouble for. Of course you did. <laughs> you but connect. just the reality of, you know, wanting to nurture. And I've always been that person amongst my friends. Right. You know, like the nurturer, the person that they come to for advice, you know, so. So you had always had a maternal instinct. And that's right. interesting because I have friends who do never wanted children. They yeah, want to know that they're older, but they're just not interested. Wow, all right, so you always kind of wanted that child. How, what, where did it progress after that? So you were a little kid then. Right, and then, you know, when you get into your little teenage years and you have like a little boyfriend and thing, you, of course, I wanted to be married, you know, in a very loving, committed relationship, you know, certain things in place, you know, like my own house and, you know, a lot of money in the bank. Right, right, <laughs> that right, type of right. thing. Would that you say was that the was the, the example? You had an example of a stable unit growing up? Yeah, I grew up with both parents. Right. Both parents. So um, that level of stability was always in my, in, my, in my life. They did provide well. So I know I didn't really, I didn't want for anything. But what we got is what we, 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 we want, what we needed, what not needed. what we wanted. You right. know, it wasn't a lavish lifestyle. Like probably at once a month we would, you know, go go um out of town or you know stuff like that but it wasn't like but you were comfortable yeah i was comfortable and, and you felt loved yes all right so um let's move further down in life um so clearly to have a baby you have to be having sex so i mean <laughs> <laughs> all right yes. we, we've hopped and skipped um <laughs> so well unless Unless, I mean, there's so many right. different ways nowadays. We're kind of in vitro. That's right. We have to, we have this 29. Yes, but I had sex to have a baby. Yes. You had sex to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Right, I like how you said that. But did you have sex with the intention of having a baby? <gasps> no. <laughs> By the way, when your baby gets big, we're not going to allow them to oh, hear this episode. Listen, King, King and I have a very honest relationship, right? I keep it very real with him from oh. him was in the womb. Wow, your baby's name is King? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King. What, what made you call him King? Um, because of the fact that from I was pregnant, I knew that I would be a single mom just because of the situation. Right. And I knew that he would be the only man in my life. So he would be my king. 
Yo, that that deep, you know. Yeah. Yo, I hope you wrote that song. Oh, but you have a songwriter, but you're a storyteller. No, I can write song to Mario. All right. Yes. Oh yes, both. right. Okay, fine, right? Yeah, you're. Right, you do right. a lot of Everything things. in the works, man. I even been recording his little voice, voice. Um, what's it called? So you his have his spe- yeah, samples of his voice. Right. So at one point in time, I do plan to put you them together. You can be like like DJ Khaled, and then when you have well, but you have to do it soon so you can take pictures with him in every album cover, like Khaled. Don't it. Anyway, that that will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak um, it into existence. Uh-huh. You said something that I liked a while ago. All right, so so you said you're a single mom. I want you to define what that means to you because for some people, mm-hmm. being a single mom means the father does take with himself. In Which our is context, sad. that's a big there's misconception. No that. But in your context, that is present. That is present. Yeah, All right. It is present. So what do you mean by being a single mother? Meaning that I'm not in a relationship. Right. I am single. Right, not married mm-hmm. and not living together. Right. All right, fine. So, all right, that's cool though. So, all right, that is in the picture. But I guess you say you do the bulk of yeah. I mean, he lives the with re- me. Of the rearing. He lives with me, so I am, you know, probably the main parent around. But he's very present. You know, he knows he who his dad is. His dad provides. His dad spend time right. with him, so he's very present. But the reality is that we're not in a relationship, so right. we're not in the same um, household. Gotcha. All right, tell me a bit about the pregnancy. So, so you, all right, tell me about the big finding out about it. Can I, of course, that is always <laughs> a, a very exciting time when you miss that period or you're like, what the hell? Uh-uh. Um, it was a shock. It was one of those situations where um, I realized that my period is late and I'm like, what is going on? And I have been pregnant before, but I didn't carry the baby. So the reality is that, um, okay disclaimer i'm a very spiritual person right. so i believe that i feel things within my body that probably the average person wouldn't feel so um, based on how you connect to nature and environment and right, life, right just about how grounded i am as an individual right so the time before this when i was pregnant i could feel i knew that i was pregnant before i found out i was and this time around i had the same feeling so when I took the test and I saw that I was, I'm just you like, that is why certain things are happening. Because like a month before, I was just like getting in arguments with everybody. Okay, so you felt a little different. Off. I was and it off, wasn't yeah. my PMS or anything like that. It was just a different energy was surrounding me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so you find out. Well, you kind of felt you were pregnant. The test confirms you're pregnant. Now I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. What is the next nine months like? Well, my pregnancy... Um, was a roller coaster ride um it was first of all a healthy pregnancy so i have to give thanks for that Good. i didn't have any no complications diabetes or no high diabetes blood pressure. nothing i did yoga it up till i was nine months yeah say did yeah. vomiting and these no just the first trimester which happens right? right and then i already suffer from ibs which i throw up sometimes so the nausea aspect of it right was the throwing up wasn't bad but the nausea is what was hard to deal with you know that was annoying and i think it came back around towards the end too yeah it did but overall mm-hmm. healthy you were relatively active pretty active yes i was pretty i was working editing shooting directing all of that would you say that as you were becoming more pregnant mm-hmm. as your body is changing that you you feel people change around you like feeling differences in terms of how people oh, yeah, respond I lost, to you i lost friends i lost friends during my pregnancy um but I why do you think you lost them though? Not it wasn't because you were pregnant. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't care. I don't know. Right. I don't know if it's because I was pregnant. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Right. So that time in my life was a time when I got to see who was real and who was not real. Right. You know, because I believe that that's a very um, important time in any woman's life. 
you know? and if you are really close to me you would know how much it means to me so you'd make yourself present and you you know you'd be there so the friends are lost it's just time to exit my life <laughs> reality yeah, i mean i feel like all revelations of personal truths are very telling to, mm-hmm. d- to filter who is around you and who's not around you, you know mm-hmm. Wow, all right. Um, tell me about some of the body changes. So mm-hmm. so you remember how much weight you gained in your pregnancy? When I gave birth, I was 213 pounds. Oh, yes, eh? Yeah. I remember describe Stacy. She's not a big girl. <laughs> She's she not maga, but she have body. I was 100 and probably 35 when I found out I was pregnant. All right, so that's a small, that's a small person. Yeah. How tall are you? Um, five, six or five, seven. Yeah, 135, five, six. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah, my body did have gone inside. Also, you mm. really put on some weight then. I did, but I did it willingly. Like, I knew I wanted to be one of those pregnant women. It's me hungry. Me sit that. Me eat this. You me eat, eat that. I don't care. Why not? Um, because it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, why not for And you, you were hungry. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wish I could get pregnant for an but excuse I, I to eat. I heard that that misconception... That's a misconception, you know. Which part? That you're um eating for two. That you're supposed to eat for two. I heard that's a myth. I found that it's, out while I was pregnant. It's not totally true. I mean, you're supposed to gain some weight, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but I mean, like, like literally, pack two plates. Like, you know, you go a family dinner no, and say, "I want two plates not, of yeah, food." That's not necessary. Yeah, I heard that. You just need to eat well, that. but you don't need to be eating double. Right. <laughs> you know right. What I'm mm-hmm. Um. All right. So weight gain was real, and you say your pregnancy was healthy. Are there any other like really distinguishing things that happened that that stand out to you in the my in the hair, nine month process? My hair and my skin. I don't know if that was because of the prenatals though, but my hair and my skin. My you mean they were popping grew. or they were what? popping down? They my were skin popping? was glowing. Oh, my my nails was growing fast. My hair was shiny and long yeah. and bouncy. Pregnancy can be good what? to some people, you know? Yeah, it was really good to me. I'm not going to lie. King was good to me. The only thing that was rough on my pregnancy was the emotional aspect of it because I never pictured myself being a person um, being pregnant and not having like my partner there with me. Right, you so you, we had to do ultrasounds and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, he was present for those stuff because, I mean, he was still invested in, you know, his child's right. life. But just and not always okay. with your everything. I mean, just emotionally, right. I, I went through it basically on my own, aside from my doula um, and my midwife. Oh, um, so you had a doula? Yeah, because I had a home birth. I had a home water birth. Well, yeah, say to me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Barbican let's just, in let's just segue. <laughs> Barbican in water. So tell me about that. That whole doula and water birth experience. Yeah. You weren't afraid that you would have a complication or you were prepared to run to a hospital? We had, we had you on standby because even throughout the time I was still going to the checkups at UA. Right. Um, so they were um, aware of everything that was going on with my pregnancy. But I've always wanted to, I promised myself that my first child would be a water birth. I just thought it was so cool. So, how the water birthing going to Jamaica? I don't know. They have some big pool. I want to lick a rubber ducky thing with the pit and then play and then put little water in it. How it got? I really don't know. It's a, it's a pool. It's a it's a big blue, blue pool. Um, probably about the size of your table. Right. We, and um, which... Which if I gave you dimensions would be around. I don't know. Maybe four <laughs> by three. a good three, rectangle. A rectangle. Okay, it's well, enough for two people to sit in comfortably. Right. Big and right? a bathtub. And um, I think the, my my midwife, I believe... Oh no, I, I think there are other two. Probably two. But she's the one that does the most in jamaica tell you my big up yourself right and um i met her through my my doula liz big up yourself and um we met and she did similar checkups like i would do when i was at the hospital right and um when it got close to the time when my water broke because her apartment is where where we where did it because she does it so regularly that she has a space okay and it's, it's, it's an apartment and like i mean bedroom, you, do, kitchen, you, you do a water bird standing right well i empty i dreamt that I was going to deliver 
my son on all fours like a dog and that's how I did it in the water yeah me care manage you so you so the art so you envision that and mm-hmm. you ensure that time and it's a safe position as well well i mean i don't think i ensured it happened it's just the cuz i remember i had no medication anything i did everything natural right so it was just the way that my body felt i needed to be in and you, you know? delivered with ease i was in labor for about five hours so i went into labor bad. about eight and then he was born around two how much did he weigh um was it six i think six pounds seven ounces right, so about about average wow that's exciting i mean i don't want to talk about water birds anymore because for <laughs> me like i see the blood in the water and i just not excited about the idea really? all of that did they and you know there are a lot of things i can go watch it on youtube mm-hmm. you know it's like the pimple popper thing like some people <laughs> like that stuff and they i watch mean pimple i did popper. so much research on it before and i mean i've just seen that like um even just i don't know if it's medically but when a woman is giving birth and she's on her back right it's harder yeah, for her yeah. sometimes yeah, standing is easier to yeah because it work against gravity i feel like the and water birth was much easier and it calmed me down yeah yeah i want people to know i'm for water births by the way <laughs> i just just that you know i've seen babies being delivered i've delivered a few yeah i just think of blood but you know some people can't you don't blood. like blood I can't handle blood. I'm a doctor. You know, that's I've the main reason why I didn't become a doctor because I just don't like, I can't manage like too much blood. I'm good with blood, man. Blood. Actually, I like stitching up wounds and... You and, like doing that? And cutting that. abscesses. Like sometimes I'm more water like a bit. <laughs> anyway, but let's come back <laughs> on to our topic. All right. So fine. You are now a mother. Mm-hmm. You have a new baby. You're in the next phase of life. Mm-hmm. What is happening right now? You're breastfeeding, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm breastfeeding. And um, uh, what is your support system like? Um, my same, my midwife. I mean, my sorry, my doula, Liz. She's still very much present. And uh, my best friend, Nev. The the dad is, is present sometimes, but he just has a very busy and hectic schedule. Right. So, and your um, parents are present. Yeah, but, my, well, you know, my parents and I, um, we don't really have that strong of a relationship. Right. And it's always always been that way. So I'm, I think... I don't necessarily turn to them for support and advice. I tend to just deal with everything on my own. But we're going to give them some credit because they do help, right? Yeah. You know, like, they will help in aspects of, like, probably watching him when I have to do a shoot or stuff like that. But yeah. for me personally, as a new mother, in right. terms of support, like, um, emotionally and stuff, I, I don't get that from them. Right. Wow. All right. That's deep stuff. All right. Tell me some stuff that you miss about. So now you have a baby. So if you're mm-hmm. totally different, you have a new life taken care of. Mm-hmm. Are you starting to miss things about pre-motherhood? And of course, with all respect to the baby <laughs> and the life of this new, wonderful new life <laughs> that's brought into the world. Oh, um, come on. You know it's the truth. It's yes. truth. I, I do miss certain aspects because um, I am a person from ever since. I like solitude. I like to be by myself right yeah i, I mean i don't that. mind mingling with people but for the most part like there are times when i just need to take away and just recharge so i like being by myself so <laughs> i mean having a newborn baby you never have time you're for yourself unless he's sleeping until you're so that that's probably the only aspect about it that i miss but um i think the time that i spend at work is enough alone time even though you know, and other people at work sometimes can be too much. That can be too but much. What about, what about roads? So you can't just take a piece of and do road. No, but you see, I did thought I get tired of the road thing from even before. Before I had King, I was literally just like working, 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 working. So it wasn't too weird in terms Mm-mm. of... And him do road with me. Wow. We'll go Portland, we'll go beach. Don't right. make me carry my dance. And to be very honest, I'm sort of tired of dance, but yeah. Right, right, right. All right, that is interesting. And what about um, other social activities? So now, mm. um, hanging out with friends, just doing other stuff in general, would that cut down? That would that Well, th- the thing is that um, 
I have a lot of friends I love and but I don't know the truth we hardly see each other <laughs> that right. is the reality from even before you were pregnant from even before because when I moved back to Jamaica which was like f- about five years ago I just started like working in the industry after I got over my whole depression thing for like a year so for me it was always work who I was hanging out with was people that I was working with you keep opening new doors you know just give me a little summary of the depression thing depression. You, you don't have to give it me the so details but what was it tied around um okay so boom Ever since I was young, I've always planned out my life, Zine. So I met this guy, you know, first love, all these things. And we got engaged. But before all of that, he went away for college. So in my little head, I'm just like, you know, um, Jamaica really don't have anything to offer me. And he's over there in the States. I'm like, I should find myself over there and, you know, build a life, build a foundation, all these things. So went away, did school in the same state that he was in. But, you know, life, we never ended up um working out you know still friends to this day you know but i think the reality is that when you move to the states well for a student um the only way you can get to states if you get married or if right, a job right hires right you. right exactly and in the film industry it's hard to find a company that would just hire right, you right it's either that f1 student visa or is that h1 work exactly. visa or you get married exactly or back a year. exactly and i mean he was a citizen so that was sort of the plan in in our head right so. but just life didn't work out that way and i think just the reality of knowing that it was like six months before i had to come back home and we broke up and a lot of things spiritually was just happening in my life and i just lost it so retrospectively you were probably a little too optimistic but you were probably yeah. what it was i was a hopeless romantic that do was we, my damn problem do we, do we i then and expecting everything yeah, to work out so yeah. when it never work out it hit you that yeah and then just the reality of all the student loan in us right. dollars and right. i'm just like i mean what the hell yeah yeah so i was like yeah i lost it i literally remember calling my mother and being like mommy come and get me because I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I not see myself. Wow. So that was the whole depression. So I came back to Jamaica. I was in depression for like a year. I wouldn't leave my house, all these things. So you weren't really seeing your friends. All right. So that was yeah. weird how we got there. But then the reality is a lot of my friends are, you know, f- you know, you move away for five, six years. Everybody have their own little clicks Everybody now, is, you know? a, is, People a, is move an adult. away, all these yeah, things. And relationships, life. jobs, whatever. Yeah, which I don't take, you know, right. personal. It's, it's just you progression know, it is what of it life. Is. Right. right. So when we see each other and we link, it's like we never lost contact. But the reality is that I was only hanging around people that I work with. Right. So social life was just work. work. One and two times I probably got wet Sundays or a MVP or a one uh-huh. party if I feel like it. But I'm more of a beach person um and chilling watching lover, netflix and friends. them thing because studio let's hop to the meat of of the matter now so you have a young baby mm-hmm. is anywhere in your mind are you thinking about finding a connection with somebody else you know you have you have a baby fan i know which i hear a term that i don't love but i, I hate mean, it too you yeah, see, I and really i hate it. the term I the term baby mother because you know we are jamaican and it's kind of ingrained it in us listen i actually saw a post where they had baby mother which actually means the mother of the child that caused havoc in other baby father life and then mother of the child the actual mother who handles her business and takes care of things and has a good relationship with the father. Right, the mother so versus I mean, a baby mother. It's a bad connotation. Yes, yeah, so to my viewers, to my listeners who are not in Jamaica, especially if they're not, yes, the ones who are, know, so the ones international. Who are right, international, <laughs> the, the ones who are not connected to the diaspora. <laughs> We have some terms that we use. So, you know, when you're unmarried and you have a baby, a baby mother, same thing for the father. When you're unmarried, you have a baby, a baby father. Mm-hmm. But there is a negative connotation because when you say baby father, you kind of think of, what you think of, like that father that not taking care of his child in a way? 
Well, I mean, I think there's more. There's a whole lot of different things. Yeah, I think it just them. depends on the perspective, the, but um, but but it's not always positive. I think mother of child and father of child is is, is, is better, is, is right? Better. Because they do have functions and roles and yeah. they're present. The other term just seems like you don't have any tact. It just yeah, seems, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, mm-hmm. so you have a father <laughs> of a child. Yes. And you are now a mother of a child. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about dating? Of course. From the be- from the baby come out. <laughs> I mean, before King came out. Right. Yeah, of course. I mean, as I said. Because you're we a normal person. This is the thing, you know, yes. we, 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 we like to change I'm a people. Don't tell us it was a hopeless romantic. I mean, as much as my heart did get broken, I was just like, okay. But I still have life. And love is a beautiful thing. So why am I going to give up on that? Because one person never realized the greatness I stand in front of them. Oh, wow. It's you true, though. It's yeah. true. But, you know, it's sad. That you see what I've done, though? We often have changes in body changes physical changes that mm-hmm. that you see externally and you it means that you're you totally have no brain for love like i'm thinking you're pregnant so you're not thinking about love but the two no are totally man. unrelated you no just man. have a, you're just pregnant but, but you're still thinking about relationships you still think about sex you still think about all the things all you know thinking about. um were you thinking that you would probably meet somebody new with a new baby um i the thought crossed my mind but I made a promise to myself that I would give myself some time first with King to balance on Earth and figure out how we go, you know, do this dance alive before I even entertain somebody else. What time frame you had in mind? I had given myself a year. I did give myself a year. And you would have been physic. You would have bounced back physically in six weeks. What were you thinking? Would would a year would give you? Um, I think I I was thinking that a year would give me enough time for me and him to start to have a routine because i know i'd start i hope to start which i did give thanks to start working back at six months right so he would start to get used to me not being around and right. you know so even when he's transitioning to school and daycare he's just used to that because i didn't want it to be a case where um you know when i leave he's just crying on the place because right. i'm not going to go where i'm going right <laughs> you and know? they do have some separation anxiety yeah um, which he's starting to have now which is so weird not so not so weird actually it's not weird not but so it's, weird. It's, it's, it's a different kind of yeah. it manifests in different ways yeah. at different different ages yeah so how old is king now I'll about to be 11 months oh so he's almost at the one almost year mark one that year. mean that you're a month away from your dating your starting to date goal <sighs> yeah but things look dim things look <laughs> dim right wow um so all right so you gave yourself that timeline from the mm-hmm. from the beginning mm-hmm. we're almost at that point now mm-hmm. Um, can you say that you're actually comfortable getting back into the game? Getting back into the game. Updating, Damn. meeting people. Um, I think, I think I am, because um, realistically, I've been single for almost seven years. Wow. Meaning yeah, not so being in a relationship, so it's always that you know yearning to have some type of companion you know you have a rough day just want to come and talk to somebody about it or just have (laughs) to be real someone who just cares about how you're doing to ask you know how you're doing but at the same time because of how i have been hurt the last two times i got my heart broken it's not something i'm running down so it's more of a flow than a force you know if if it comes into my space But you really are a hopeless romantic. I like the angle you came from because in this day and age, a lot of women who jump to say they want a man for mind them. But you said mine? you want somebody to <laughs> ask you how you're that. doing and just to make sure that you're yeah. okay. So I you don't made need it no about man for you. Mind me. mind me for what? I make my own money. All right. I wish I could play all the ladies independent <laughs> so your hands up. At, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I was raised. And I mean, I've seen women do that and I don't understand what they get out of it. But 
to each his own. You get money, my friend. Yeah, but it's not your money. I feel weird. And then you can sing, you have money. And then a man can look for me and say, I'm me by she be her that. I'm me by her that. Well, no, that's the thing. All right, so you are worried about entitlement. But the truth is that there are a lot of benefits to having a sugar daddy. So women women definitely like to have them, especially when you're struggling with a young baby. It's not an unusual reality. I'm not saying that's your reality. No, no, I totally understand. But I mean, some some women women have have children and them them But I hope when they do that, because everything has its lifetime. I hope when they do that, they have a plan. The money you're getting, using it to open a business, put on some money in your picnic trust fund, something like that. Not just take the money and spending it buying hair and nails and flossing. Mm. What I'm calling now? Braffing. Braff. From braff, we are braff. That is ridiculous. All right. So, do you think Jamaican men, and this is a blanket statement, so Mm -hmm. you are allowed to dissect it any way you want to. At 29, a mm-hmm. young girl, do you think that Jamaican men are prepared to date a woman with a child? I think there are. I think there are. You I've know, so I ask you, I ask you broadly. Yeah, because uh, honestly, because I've it's been not a blanket. S- no, I've been seeing a shift in the in the past couple of years. I'm not gonna lie. Um, like even when I'm on the the road driving and stuff, I know growing up I used to see a lot of women with kids after school or stuff. But now I've seen a lot of dads. Yeah. I'm seeing a shift like that, which is good. Seeing a lot of more dads with young babies. And though I, I probably am not in the place to speak, I, I'll probably just join and say, I think I would date someone with a young baby. It's something I really... But I will say, there are some men that cannot do it. It depends on the stage of your life, too. I think if you caught me 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and you asked me this question, i say, hell, hell no. no. Mm-hmm. Because me don't want a woman with a picnic. Serious, mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah, want to yeah. take the time. I don't think emotionally I would have been in a place to handle a woman and a child mm-hmm. because it's really two people mm-hmm. and it's not two people it's three people yes because you, you have to deal with, 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 the, with the father of the child yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's a whole nother ball game depending on what type the of personality that man is yep, because drama. some man don't want no other man around him picnic, picnic and, and i get that if i had a child yeah, who is in another it, it, house around another it's man it's it means that they're going to learn the principles of this man or this man is yeah. going to have an influence is, is the, it, it's the it's level of maturity that you reach yeah, you know, you have to be able to accept that I can mm-hmm. father from a distance. Mm-hmm. This other man is going to function kind of like a guardian stepfather. Mm-hmm. And that's fine if yeah. you can't handle that. But some more man can Like, I have to say it. I love the way Tammy and Wayne. Right. Wayne These blended families, as we yeah, say. Tammy and Wayne possible. and Regina. And, you know. It's more knowledge, you know. It's more knowledge. It's more knowledge. More knowledge, knowledge, knowledge more everybody support. can get along. Yeah. But you have to be able to have the power to release things. Meaning... Open you know, Jamaican man territorial. So in other words, yeah. even though you and him not together, sometimes we hold on to women, you know. We hold on to them. So there's a part of you where you don't want the woman. Mm-hmm. But the woman have your picnic and you hold on to her. And you don't want your brethren have her, you don't want no other man have her. But it's unrealistic because mm-hmm. truthfully, if you don't want her, then release her back into the yeah, universe. Allow her to be happy. Allow her to be happy. Allow mm-hmm. her to find it, right? So that's the kind of maturity. You that's need. issues. The man who does that has issues. A lot of men have those issues, though. Yeah, you guys need to go and see a psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm so serious. I have a good friend who's because really good at releasing. Because the reality of it, you know, is that the men who have those issues, they don't know how subconsciously they're transferring that to their children. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That can happen. Because at the young age, I think it's the first four years, they absorb so much. And across the board in our relationships, yeah. we need to learn to release relationships mm-hmm. that we heal and move on. And that we don't that yeah, heal and move on. And if you if you're not if you don't need it, if you don't want it, why you hold on for the people them emotionally mm-hmm. and lock them up. Alright, so have you been dating? 
no, you see this whole thing about dating now. I never even used to well, date before. Find that they know. Yeah, because I think, you know, in America, they have this thing where you go and you're dating different people or whatever. Them say Jamaican people don't know how to date. Physically, yeah. We don't yeah. Date. It's not, I don't think it's a part of our culture. We don't know how to date. Do you meet Mm-mm. and you have sex or you meet and you hang out? And within date. two months in a day. You're there in a relationship. Yeah, without it developing from our friendship into... That's what dating should yeah. be, right? Yeah, Getting to know should. somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, come on. I think some people date like them change them drawers <laughs> and that is just <laughs> that it, I think is too much I mean um yeah I, I I was never much of a data to begin with my first relationship was eight years and I was engaged and everything and then the depression thing happened and, and then the single don't actually during that with, when we broke up one time I was in a relationship for like four months so it's only literally two boyfriends I can say like two men must say yeah yeah my man right only two persons I've said that for so Figuring out dating is also what I'm doing now. I like that. You know? So you, you can't really say you've dated, but you're figuring out how yeah. to date again. So I have well, gone on dates, meaning that probably we... Have I? No, I'm out. supposed to. I've been... I'm, yeah, I've been out. I haven't been on a date yet. Right. Like, an official know? date. Yeah, I haven't been on an official date. What exactly does figuring out dating entail for you now? Um, because I'm a very feisty person. Hmm. So even just... You have to... It's like, you know, people can say, okay, I go, in, I go on Tinder and I meet three guys that will have the same compatibility or we're going to go to the movies. Right. Can I do them something there? <laughs> me for sitting in the movies with somebody I don't know, supposed to annoy the hell out of me. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I have to feel your vibe and your energy first. And right. if I'm intrigued, then we can spend more than five minutes around each other. I'm about that. I'm about that. All right. Um, Figuring out dating. So... I threw one potential insecurity. I mean, not your insecurity, but one mm-hmm. potential concern, which is, are Jamaican men ready to date a man, a woman with a baby? Um, are there any other insecurities, concerns, or things that you've had to deal with after having a baby? My body, definitely. My body. Yeah, um, have, you, have you lost some of that? You were over 200 pounds yeah, coming I've from 130. Some, lost but some. it takes a while. It takes a while, eh? Yeah, and you, I mean, I've always had a flat stomach and now this thing in front of me just annoys me. But You still feel sexy? Yeah, I do feel sexy. I don't feel as sexy yeah. as I did before. Because the flat belly sexy is a different sexy from what the post baby sexy. You know, you to drive the car and you slouch, little nut no roll, no beer things no, are rolling. Roll. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but the irony is that I miss my pregnant belly. That big belly was so comforting. That's weird. To rub it. Yeah. It was just so comforting. I used to just walk and hug it. There are probably other women who have had babies who can probably comment on this episode. (laughs) I really can't have nothing to say about it. I thought people hated it. No, but you have women that even like men with beer bellies. I don't know. I think I... You have a belly thing. Yeah, I would like something to just rub. I mean, it's nice to have abs. I ain't gonna lie. Right. But nothing wrong with that little pudge. All right, so dating. Yeah. Body. Um, you miss drinking alcohol while you're pregnant? I miss wine. I'm not going to lie. I oh, because still wine. breastfeeding, right? Yeah. So you don't really drink? Mm-mm. All right. But at that, what, 11 months? Like, oh, I'm going to encourage that. No, no, no. I get you. No, when I, I, I went out one, one <laughs> night, one the first time I went out. The don't it? But the thing, the thing is that when I do drink, I feel guilty. I'm just like, King, go and get this. I'm going to get drunk in the night, pal, me. Oh, wow. But um, <laughs> I went out drowsy. with my sister in, and I had a drink the first time I went out. Um since having king and i just make sure I drink enough water and you know pee like three times thinking it will regulate out of my right, body right, right. but um yeah mama soon have a glass of wine because it's, it's overdue uh all right are there how do you cope with any insecurities that you may be having now 
I mean, you haven't really said that you have any insecurities. Do you feel you feeling cool? Like you feel good? Easy breezy? Um, is it challenging? Put, give I it mean, baby. Can you have to get a babysitter whether whether your parents or whoever you're leaving the baby in? There are a lot of steps that have to happen to go out and to do stuff mm-hmm. again. And the thing is, oh, sh- a support system. Oh my gosh, my well, King has two nannies. Yeah. One of the nannies, she basically was my nanny. Yeah. And then her daughter is is um his nanny as well. So you know they make a big difference in in my life in terms of like on a day in the daytime like they have no problem watching him and stuff luckily enough he doesn't like wake up that much throughout the night right so even if i leave him with my mom because i've been on shoots till like one in the morning and he's with them you know and when i went out with my sister and i was out till four in the morning and you know he was fine but um the reality is that the insecurities that the insecurities that I have um or I had were similar to what you just mentioned with um you know if a man would want to date someone who has a child that right. was one of probably the first thing because I know like you know people who probably were interested in me before I was pregnant after having a baby aren't they're not they disappear yeah, yeah they disappear you know is is a different energy so that's a reality talk. But how I look at that or how I deal with the insecurities as you're asking me is that, um, I mean, I try to live a very positive life on the real tip, not just say I live in a positive life or appear and then not do the work behind closed doors. So for me, it was just like, yo, if the man I'm interested in, not interested in me and my son, then you're not the man for me. Yeah, I like that. You said it earlier with something else too, and it's a good way to approach life. If it's not, if you're not magnetized to you and not coming to you, just let it go. Flow. We don't flow, force. not force. Yeah. I like it. That so if you're not flow, you should trademark that. It should be a t shirt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want a t shirt. Yes, TM. Don't bother steal that. Nobody. Yeah. Flow, not force. I really like that. And yeah. I agree. That's going to be a quotation I'll put up from you, Stacey Sullivan. Flow, not force. Uh, if you could go back in time, mm-hmm. would you change anything? Not be pregnant, not do it now. If I could go back in time, I would have been in a relationship while i'm engaging in those activities that can <laughs> give me a child right right yeah, yeah, i, I yeah. can respect that i really like to feel that everything happens for a reason because but you know it's like if, if it was to happen and then the situation was just like Jano, we're in this together we have our child now let's do this then you know it, it it's different it changes the element even though you have people that are probably in that situation and the man is like oh my god and yeah. then it just throws up everything. But I feel like that's the only thing I would have done different. Yeah, I like that. You didn't say that you wouldn't have the child. But no, you man, I there, would. There are no regrets about Mm-mm. the child, right? Mm-mm. Not at all. And tell me about what it feels like to be a first-time mother in terms of bringing a whole human life into the world and seeing that life kind of start to grow in front of you. What's that feeling like? Um. Well, you know, it's it's a different kind of love. And peop- mothers used to tell me this while I was pregnant. Oh, you're going to feel a different kind of love. And I'm just like, what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I was just like, you know, this 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 feeling is is different. It was just I remember when I was in labor and I just, you know, we were in the in the um tub and they were setting up the bed because it was around that time that probably the baby would come and I was just like, he's coming, he's coming, he's here, he's here. I, I literally just pulled him out of me. Right. Yeah. And just seeing him something happened in me because even though you I know like I'm not the same dramatic person deliveries? did you cry and all these things that I you didn't cry That's the, I right. cried probably three weeks after right I cried three weeks after yeah it was just a very surreal feeling because as I say you know we had a, a connection from he was in my stomach you know like he would 
sleep on certain sides that right. I w- that used to give me because of my IBS. He would sleep on that side that would make my IBS go away. So right. he would help me <laughs> and you know Babies, just the new cure for irritable bowel syndrome. Get pregnant. But yeah, it's a different kind of love. Um, it's overwhelming. Uh, I'm a, I'm not going to lie. It's a bit easier than I probably expected. For you, right? Your experience wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't would you as do it bad. Again? Yeah, I would do it again, but in just the right situation. In the right situation, of course. I actually look forward to being pregnant again because it, it, it's a wonderful experience. But it's definitely something that's meant to be shared with two people. I like you that. Know? Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about how you're seeing the future. Like, what would you, what would you want? moving forward in terms of life relationships just um, a support system for your child um well moving forward uh king is loved by a lot of people <laughs> you know even if they're not like directly in love with me or you know deal with me he's loved by a lot of people so i know he has a good support system but um i would definitely want for myself to be in a in a committed relationship so he can see that because, you know, I've heard that it, it does affect the child when they don't grow up with both parents in the right. household or as right. present as they should be. Right. You know, um, you know, more money, more yeah. success. I definitely want to have my own agency or my own production company. Um, I don't want to get into your finances, but without giving out numbers, mm-hmm. tell me about a little bit about the challenges of of financing, mm-hmm. taking care of baby diapers, farm and all the things we have to buy. Yeah. yeah it's real right yeah it is real it is real but um have I you had to cut back other things sometimes to ensure you have enough to yeah he comes first right like as i get my paycheck the first thing i do is ca- um cover everything that For has him. to do with him pay off nanny buy this buy that buy that and i just make it work with what's left you know so if it's that i don't eat lunch one day or i have to wait till right. i get home i just have to do that then you will sacrifice for him mm-hmm. so there's definitely a major priority shift yeah it is a major priority shift but i mentally had prepared for that so even in terms of just like savings and like you know opening up my own investment fund and life insurance and stuff like that i've done that to ensure and then um just in terms of planning things that i, I plan to do is i just open a bank account for him already and put money away right, for him so if god forbid anything happened for me happened to me that like he'll, he'll be okay what kind of tips you want to give to young women out there who are not yet pregnant mm-hmm. who are maybe young who were like you before before you got pregnant mm-hmm. what you would want to t- say to them um i would say go on birth control and <laughs> i used to use birth control but then it started upsetting my stomach so i had to stop but i would say well we know the reality yeah the reality is you see the thing is that sex sweet it's a, that yeah, is the reality nice so that's it, why people it's do it hard without sometimes like i can't yeah. simply say yo wear a condom yeah but sometimes you're just you not going to happen yeah. and then that's why you know <laughs> only only have sex with people you're in a relationship with sometimes you meet somebody and the vibe nice and it happens one time you know it's like i don't i don't condemn nobody so i mean i would definitely say this Mm, ensure that you or you try your best to create a space that you feel comfortable with whoever that you're doing that with like make sure who you choose to share that space with is serious about you that's so funny you like your echo me somebody asked me that question recently in a professional capacity mm-hmm. and um i said the same thing to them i said ensure that you're safe but better than that is see if you can if you have any control of the matter, know mm-hmm. that the person genuinely kind of have your back. Like, mm-hmm. they really like you. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, say if you get pregnant for that kind of person, mm-hmm. that they'll probably yeah. support you. 
yeah, yeah. Even if you don't end up staying together. Mm-hmm, at the very mm-hmm, least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, fine. So at the very least. Yeah, I would definitely say that. Um not throwing any shit on anybody now, because I definitely yeah, have to no put judgment. this down. Like but the reality of the situation is that yeah, I would definitely say to anybody that, you know, be in a relationship, you know, sex is a very it's a spiritual thing, you know. So when you choose to enter into that space with someone and you know, it, it, it the reality of it is it's supposed to be free supposed to be raw it's supposed to just be you know unhindered and just passionate and stuff and right. nine times out of thing a baby is made out of that type of love making right. you know right. so just protect yourself and protect your space and um i mean i'm sure there are a lot of people who are loners you know like myself but it's it's not good to go through life just Alone. by yourself you want have a little support away. system yeah 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 so if you know god forbid that happens to you and you decide that you're not doing an abortion that you are right because it's yeah it's definitely rough to go through a pregnancy without like emotional support i would not wish that on anyone so that would be my advice to young girls and for you just wrap it up (laughs) do you see your talk true today man i tell no lie um thank you i always thank my guests for being so you're welcome thank you for having me candid um, you've definitely shared a lot of your personal story, which I figure you're comfortable sharing. Yeah, I mean, we don't hope that's that it will touch, touch somebody touch else and that they I will mean, understand what yeah, it's like. I, I don't fake it. And I know this is only a small fraction of what you've been through, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, at least somebody out there who is maybe a first-time mother can relate or someone who is sexually active who might just be finding out that they're pregnant that they won't like jump off a cliff and realize mm-hmm. that it's not the end. They'll like, make it always say when you get pregnant, your life is over. Well, your life is beginning. It's a eh? whole new part of your life. Right, it's a, a new chapter. chapter. It's yeah, a brand new chapter. Yeah, and it can yeah. be a sweet chapter too. Yeah, it is. Because the love that you get from that little baby yeah, is man. like, he's the only person in life that I see where like, when they see me, they just light up. Unconditional. Just light up. And that makes my day every day. Like I'll be having a bad day at work and I come home and see him. And as soon as I say, Papa Chulo, <laughs> and he's up and he's kicking and it's just, yeah well i think that's a good note to end on um well god bless you and your papa chulo <laughs> and um i hope moving forward you will um continue just have a wonderful life and date and do all the things and that it will just become your beautiful blended family and it'll be like amazing i know me too thank you Maria. all right thank you for being here so you just listened to episode 13 and that was stacy and sutherland giving her very candid experience as a first-time mother not a novel thing many people have babies all the time for the very first time but everybody's journey is so special and unique and different which is what makes life interesting because we all have such very individual experiences that that differ for so many different reasons so stacy again we thank you for for talking the truth totally appreciated before we come out of this episode, you don't you think we forget about your truth bombs? So we did truth bombs for the first time and we posted our story on Instagram. And I'm going to tell you some of the cool things people say that they collect. We're going to keep it anonymous because they responded anonymously. Someone said that they collect wine glasses. Since they were 12, they have over 300. I may have a problem. You absolutely may have a problem. That is very intense. Wine glasses. Um, $50 notes. Um, Jamaica, we have $50 notes here. So somebody collects those. A male collects teddy bears. <laughs> Said great podcast. Birthday cards. I actually still have most of mine. Um, memes. That's kind of funny. Somebody collects memes and many people post them. Uh, I have a friend who collects perfume. She says she has so many. She doesn't even know what to do. 
Um, that's kind of ironic because I literally am that dude who has two bottles of cologne. Um, coins and colorful socks. Cool. Um, pens. Random. I'm a doctor. I collect pens unintentionally. Postage stamps. Do people really still do that? Big up you with your postage stamp collecting self. And the last one we have, birthday cards. Love a handwritten note. I totally get it. Thank you guys for truth bombs. Wow, that's a total of 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 truth bombs. And I told you that I used to collect beanie babies, which I'm not going to call teddy bears. But yeah, I used to have some of them there. So next week, um, we want to do some more truth bombs. My truth bomb this week, and I want you to answer the same question, is have you ever had a toilet or um, what you call them something there? There's something where you're going out at a public place, them way porta potty or toilet experience. Clean of the British call it the toilet. Have you ever had a negative or bad bathroom, toilet, or porta potty experience? And what was it? And I'm just going to tell you mine right now. I probably have run out of toilet tissue, maybe as a child. And um, that was very embarrassing for me. And I think I didn't tell my mother that um, what really happened was that I made a mess. And I was too embarrassed to let her know that I didn't get to clean up. So I think on the way back home, I pretended like I had diarrhea. And like I messed up myself right before going in the house. I put on a whole production. But I didn't mess up myself a long time ago. Um, I was under 10. Don't judge me. Kids are very smart and I figured that's how I'm going to make them feel like I messed up myself on the way into the house when it really did happen at school. Wait, did I run out of tissue? No, I think I had diarrhea and I messed up myself and I was embarrassed. That must have been it. And I think after that day, I carried toilet paper to school all the time. <laughs> so in my little bag full of books, you also found a roll of toilet paper. I was organized from morning. Anyway. I'm going to ask you this on Instagram. Go to my story on Sunday while you're listening to this podcast and you share your truth bomb about your toilet experience. But no, not for the Naga share kind of shame. But talk truth. Guys, thank you for listening. You know what to do. Follow us on Twitter at TalkTruthJA. Go to the website and subscribe to our mailing list. That's TalkTruthJA.com. Follow me on Instagram at Mario Evan. That's M-A-R-I-O-E-V-O-N. And also shoot us an email if you want. Please go over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and rate our podcast. Leave some words. Tell us how you feel about it. Give it a star rating and show us some love. Uh, guys, this is Talk Truth, a place where your truth shall become your power and absolutely flipping set you free. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Later. <laughs>